we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny. Executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter. A People's History tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change, while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, USA! Yo, 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 Charlemagne the God! Peace to the planet, it's Thursday! And we have our guest host back. Today is her last day hosting. Yes, I'm upset about that, Miss Pat! How y'all doing? Good morning. What up, Miss Pat? I'm going home back to the A. Back to the A. You've been playing hooky all week. (laughs) Sometimes you got to sleep with other black men. Lord (laughs) have mercy. Jesus Jesus Christ. (laughs) Jesus. How you feeling this morning, Miss Pat? I'm feeling fine. I am. I am. Getting ready to uh, fly out to Kansas City. I got uh, five sold-out shows in Kansas City. Just added another one. Okay. What club is that? Uh, Kansas City Improv. I'll be there tomorrow night, y'all. Tomorrow. So you got, got two shows on Friday, two Saturday, one no, Sunday? Two, two, oh, yeah. 
Two yeah. fries, yeah. So if they got their tickets, they can't get tickets. It's sold out. Well, I, I just added a show. You just added a show. Yeah, so if you're out in Kansas City, show. you're listening, pick up your tickets to go check out Miss Pat this weekend. And uh, funny, funny, funny. And of course, she's on tour too. So she's uh, doing her theater tour. So it well, starts this fall. This fall. With tickets on sale. That's right. And they can get tickets at where? MissPatComedy.com. It's Ms. called Pat. Your Girl Done Made. MissPatComedy.com. That's what I'm Miss Pat. Cooking. Cooking, cooking. BET show, uh, show on BET Plus, Miss mm-hmm. Pat show. Go ahead, Miss Pat. Podcast. Go ahead, Miss Pat. Mm-hmm. Go I'm ahead, trying to win. I, I, I'm actually doing a podcast in Nashville, too, coming up. Go to my website. Live podcast on a live show during the festival. Are you doing the Pat Down Live? Yeah, doing the Pat Down Live. I like okay. the Pat Down Live. Okay. Okay, Miss okay, Pat. Well, this morning, John Legend will be joining us. I'm just mm. sitting there thinking all that money, Miss Pat, getting shamed by breakfast all week. Why are we buying her breakfast? That's the, uh, that's the uh, nice thing to do, uh, sir. Thank you, sir. That's the polite thing to do, sir. <laughs> Some people don't buy breakfast. <laughs> that's the polite thing to do, sir. I hate you. I hate Jesus. You. All right. But yeah, John Legend will be joining us. He has a new yes. skin uh, care line he's going to be talking about and mm-hmm. a host of other things. So we're going to be kicking it with John Legend in a little bit. And then we got front page news coming up. Tez Figaro will be joining us. And Tez break, Figaro. Breaking down something. What, whatever we talk about in front page news. We got to talk about Whoopi Goldberg. Mm. Boy, y'all to- need to leave Whoopi to go, whoop, Goldberg to hell alone. I'm so tired of y'all always making Whoopi Goldberg apologize for stuff. Especially this one. Yeah. This is stupid. Well, yeah, we're going to talk about it when we come back. Because we all said this word zillions of times. I didn't even know there was anything I was going saying it five times this morning. I said it yesterday. <laughs> Me too. All right, well, let's go in. They clearly, they clearly don't understand black culture. No. Nobody understand black they culture. They do not understand us. black culture. But we had to do it. Remember, we did it with Lizzo when she said, what, Spaz? Matter of fact, let's, we'll, we'll talk about it front yeah, page. We'll talk about the front page news. We'll do that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got our co-host, Miss Pat, joining us today. Today is our last day. We're upset and sad about that. Last day for now. For now. She'll well, be back. Whenever she want to play hooky, she can come play hooky well, with us. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, know, you. I appreciate you the You know you always had that house you could go to when you cut school? Yeah. This yeah. that house. This, yeah, this that well, house I appreciate this house. All right. Well, let's get some front it's page news. right. <laughs> now, Arizona launches an anti-woke education hotline. Tez, what does that mean? Yes, everybody. Good morning, family. Thank you again for being here. Arizona's top education official, Tom Horn, launched a hotline this week for state residents to report K through 12 class curriculum and lessons that they deem inappropriate. Let's roll the tape and see what he had to say. Uh, we've asked parents to call in when they become aware of inappropriate teaching. As you mentioned, that would in- include um, lessons that focus on, on race or ethnicity rather than individuals and merit, gender ideology, social emotional learning, or inappropriate sexual content. Uh, and, and then w- when we get those calls, we investigate them to see if there's inappropriate teaching that detracts from academics. Why is social emotional learning wrapped up in that? We need social emotional learning. That's that's one of the things that my foundation, the Mental, you know, Wealth Alliance, uh, is pushing to have in school: social, immer- social and emotional learning. That teaches you like, you know, social and emotional skills, self awareness, self control. That helps you in life. What's wrong with that? Well, be- yeah, well, because it's really not about that. You, this really is connected to the critical race theory and mm-hmm. and what's happening in Florida. It's really it's it's not about anything except race and like you just heard the sen- uh, superintendent say he wants to make sure that they are not detracted from teaching standards uh, they do not want things focused on race or ethnicity uh, and they want to focus more on the merits now you heard a little bit of the clip but in the longer interview from the clip that you heard he 
went into, you know, how bad woke academics was. He said that we wow. are all brothers and sisters under <laughs> the same skin and that race yeah, should true. not play a part of it. Uh, and he said that critical race theory is about making race primary and not pushing personal ideology. He also said that the majority of parents, outside of a few prank calls, but the majority of parents are excited about this. And to remind folks, he actually uh, is a Republican that ran on this policy. His entire platform was centered on fighting critical race theory and stop Stopping the liberal indoctrin indoctrination of school children. So I'll throw it back to you guys. If the voters voted him in for this reason, and he put it, he said out out right out the gate, I am going to stop wokeness. They voted him, him in, and they seem to be going along with this. So do you guys think it's too much? It's over the line? Is it really about race? You know, what, what do you guys think? I mean, when I saw the interview, he can explain everything, but I just want to know why social emotional learning is wrapped up in there. I know why everything else is wrapped up in there, but why he put SEL in there? What SEL got to do with uh, race? What SEL got to do with gender identity? He just want to make sure that uh, the kids learn that uh, the uh, Native American gave the land to the white folks mm -hmm. and they didn't take it. Correct. So you got to use the right term because my kids came home and said that. They would go to a white school. Oh, and my, my daughter slapped my niece and said, no. No, no, no. They took it. Don't mm -hmm. you come in with that mess. You know, this, we wasn't slave. We was mm -hmm. voluntarily living in the back of the land and cook every day. And the white man jumped on top of us and was okay. So they basically That's wanted, what they, they wanted to talk. They want to continue to push the lies. Correct. You Absolutely. know they do. They don't yes. want to scare their white kids. Mm -hmm. Now we got to jump into Whoopi Goldberg. Now, uh, Whoopi apologized for saying something on The View yesterday. She said, I'm very sorry. Yeah, speaking of woke, in which you can and cannot say, Whoopi Goldberg is apologizing yet again for comments she made on The View. Now, she and her co-workers were discussing possible criminal charges against former President Donald Trump in the alleged hush money scandal uh, involving Stormy Daniels, and she used the word gypped. Take a listen and let's see what she had to say, and we'll talk about it on the other side. There's the people who still believe that he got, you know, gypped somehow in the election will still believe that he cared enough about his wife, you know, to, to pay that money from his personal thing. But I, I just don't understand. I didn't see. I, I've never I never knew gypped was a, a, yes. a word that would, you know, offend people. Man. For the week. Yeah, why do we keep acting like words can't have more than one meaning? Why do we act like context doesn't matter? These folks don't understand our culture. Until yesterday, I didn't know Jip meant anything else other than somebody got over on me. That's what I thought. <laughs> and we've been saying Absolutely. it for years. I mean, I, and I could have swear it's something that we said in school. He gypped us. You That's know? right. That's right. Yeah, and she, and she apologized for. It. She said, you know, I come. In fact, she talked about. It. She said, I come, basically paraphrasing from a generation that used the word, and she meant no, uh, you know, no, no harm by it. And as you guys just mentioned, it is a informal verb that means to con, swindle, uh, being robbed, defrauded. And uh, oh, I learned word? something. Yeah. yeah, it's a real word. It's oh, a real I didn't word. Know that. I thought we was using slang yeah. all these years. I thought so too. Yeah. No. Well, it's well, it's a slang. Well, it's a slang, an informal verb because okay. it is a verb. Okay. Uh, that that means uh, being robbed and defrauded, and the term is offensive to the Romanian people because they were once perceived as fraud and uh, uh, frauds and thieves. Now, when huh? I was doing this, it's the real stay in word. Stop, man. Stop, man. Stop. And speaking of the N-word, there's something else I didn't know. Have you guys heard, when I did a deep dive on this, have you ever heard of any, Meeny Miney Mo? Yes. yes. Catch, Catch a nigga by his toe. No, it's not a nigga. Yes, yes, it, it is. is. Originally, it was Meeny Miney Mo. Catch a nigga by the toe. Yeah. Yeah. If he hollers up, I'm going to Meeny Miney Mo. 
Yeah, he's right. That is also deemed racist and offensive because I wanted to really try to understand, like, why was Jeff defensive? So I did a deep dive and went down the, the rabbit hole on that. And you are exactly right. Any, many, miny, mo meant catch a Negro by the toe. Not Negro. And that is offensive so apparently guys gypped is another i guess thing on the list uh that offends a certain demographic and uh um, you know it it caused uh whoopi goldberg to have to apologize yet again uh, what? And, and, yeah hey man on behalf of whoopi smd we know what that means right <laughs> Not on <laughs> Okay, we know what that means, right? I don't, but tell me when we get out the air. You know what FMD means. You know what that oh, means. Yes, man. Oh, you said S-U-B. Because we got to stop, stop acting like words can't have more than one meaning. We understand context matters. Y'all know she wasn't talking about nobody. No. She was using the word gyps for I what it means. I just used it yesterday. Chick, chick, I use it all the time. Chick-fil-A only gave me one Polynesian they sauce that you. I told my kids. <laughs> they gypped me. But you, you had to pay for another one. You about, you about, you're not about to talk about Chick-fil-A. They don't, gyp, they don't do that to they, anybody. They, now you're not going to say gyp no more? Now you, <laughs> fact, I know you. Now you about to stop. You gonna stop trying to say. Jip? I say jip all the time. Me too. Like, yeah, and I, mean, I say it in the proper context. Is it in the dictionary? Ted, did you get that from the dictionary? Yeah, it's literally. Yeah. It's all a, right, it's then I'm saying I'm, you, yes. yes. I don't want to hear that nonsense. Yes. Yes. I don't want to hear that nonsense. It's in the dictionary. Stop acting like words have just one meaning. They don't. Y'all know that context matters. Even though if you don't know what context means. Nah, for right. context, I just Character lost the context. Matters. All right. Well, you got about twenty more seconds. I don't want jippy of your time. You good? I'm good. All I'll right. holler back at you next hour. Well, that is front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Phone lines are wide open. Again, 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's a new day. This is your time to get it off your chest. Wake, wake up. Whether you're mad or blessed. It's time to get up and get something. Call up now. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yeah, this is Malcolm. Malcolm, what up? Get it off your chest, Malcolm brother. in the middle. What up? Yo, Charlotte. How you don't understand how gypsy is a derogatory term, bro? Because words have... I understand have, words have more than one meaning. I understand that. But you're looking at it like when that word was put in a dictionary, it wasn't derogatory meaning. If you was a gypsy or a Romanian person, then you will find it derogatory. Hey, man, I'm from Monk's Corner, South Carolina. I've never heard that term in my life used for anything other than to say somebody cheated you or swindled you. Where you from, Malcolm? I, I understand that. But that's, but that's how it's derogatory. Because if you say that Romanian gypsies are known for robbing and swindling people. So if you rob and swindle someone, you must be a gypsy. Bro, that's I, like I, saying I, that it's okay for someone to call you a and they're not saying it because they're black. They're saying it because they think they're ignorant. My brother, the word, the N word, is more widely known as a racial slur. I've never known gypsy yeah, to be anything else. And, and, talk about, talk about, and if you and if you look up the N word in the dictionary, there's no positive connotation to the word at all. The word gypsy actually is there a no word that means to cheat and swindle. Yes, there is. We just, yes, we just said what the definition was. Is that positive? If you're using it as a verb to say, yo, somebody jipped me. We don't know nothing about no people. That's just a word. That's, just, that's like saying swiftly. So is there some? Is there a culture of people called swifters? I don't know. I'm sure they'll be upset by noon. Hello, oh, oh, I forgot. This? Oh, you're right. Taylor Swift fan base. Damn, you you're right. Damn. Hello? Hello. Hey, what's your name? Destiny. Hey, Destiny. Get it off your chest. Yes, I just want to comment on the Whoopi... But the Whoopi Goldberg situation, that is crazy that she had to apologize for that. I mean, I understand we're at a point where we're trying to be more aware of what we're saying and possibly offending other people, but it's getting ridiculous at this point. Man, I agree with you. I, I, five years ago, 
I said what's going to be crazy is what's going to be offensive five years from now. At this rate, we ain't going to be able to say nothing. Like, you, like literally. <laughs> I remember back in the day when the only offensive word was goddamn. You, you remember you could, you could say, you could say goddamn. Your parents you didn't say, want you to say that. Yeah, God, yeah, yeah. But if you could say, they didn't even want you to say got. Now we got a million more things we can't say. It's unbelievable. I'm running out of words. I got a GED. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Yo, good morning. Good morning, morning. What's your name, bro? Hey, I just wanted to... Hey, good morning, guys. I called a couple of times before. Um, well, from Jersey. Mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about as far as how people will tell you... Well, tell you things that you already know is not the truth in order to uh, erase history. So, like you were talking about as far as... Uh, I'm drawing a blank right now, but... Wait, January 6th, there's a side of the, uh, the political party that wants you to believe that what we saw in real time didn't happen or that it wasn't as bad as we as, as it really was. Oh, it was just a dust-up. And even now, they waited a year and a half to show us a different video that was more than likely edited and sanitized to make it seem like, it, it, you know, well, what took place wasn't necessarily that bad. It's the same thing with American history. So they want to use these code words that sometimes we fall in the trap to, and instead of just being blatant with what the the, act, the actions were. So if you want to talk about what slavery, we could say American history and put it all under that umbrella. But I think their long term goal is if we go ahead and discredit it enough and don't talk about it, then in, in a generation or two, it didn't happen. Of course, Boy, that's exactly, that's exactly, what, they're exactly what they're trying to do. Exactly what they're trying to do. But we're taking your calls. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV True Crime Podcast, to live and die in LA. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. 
the war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have a, one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I want to know why they wake me whoopee looks like a slave every time. What you mean? Every time she's got to apologize on national television. In front of everybody. I'm so sick of it. Yeah. I'm, I'm so, sick, so of it. sick of it. You know, I'm just that's waiting on Whoopi to snatch up bra off and walk off the stage and say, that's it. <laughs> I'm sick of this. I'm just, y'all jipping me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm spazzing out. That's it. She done made Nero, enough money. Nero, please. <laughs> she done made enough money. Yeah. I'm so tired of them doing this to Whoopi, man. Especially for something that no, I, I didn't know anything about the word jip being offensive to anybody. I didn't know the, the word jip had any uh, association no. with a group of people. It's in the dictionary. And the way she used it. For somebody that cheated you, swindled you. I didn't even know it was in the dictionary. I thought it was just a slang word. And she used it for Trump. And she was so right. Man. Come she on, was so man. right. Come on. How are you going to apologize for something you called Donald Trump? Donald Trump don't apologize for nothing he calls nobody. <laughs> nothing man, Stop, <laughs> Jesus. All right. Well, we throw your wig on the floor and walk out. Girl. That's what she ain't got a wig on. But it'd be funny if all the time she had a wig. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, please. Y'all jip me. I'm out. This <laughs> Get it on 
off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up. Now, we got rumors on the way. We got to talk John Moran. He sat down yesterday for a one-on-one interview. With Jalen Rose. That's right, with the homie Jalen Rose. And we'll break it down when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Why are you looking at me like that, Miss Pat? You want to know what the hell you, why you start speaking in tongue all of a sudden? <laughs> Morning, everybody. We are the Breakfast Club DJ and me, Charlemagne the God. And of course, we got our co host, Miss Pat. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk TikTok. Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor has it. Call out a name or you gossiping or you chatty uh, pat. I'm gossiping. This is the rumor report. I mean, I guess we on the Breakfast Club. This is where the tea spills, right? Yes. Right. On the Breakfast Club. Now, the uh, TikTok CEO, Xiaozi Chu, he talks about uh, if his kids are actually on TikTok. So you have two kids? I do. Do they use TikTok? They're too young for that. So what, uh, what ages are they? Eight and six. Okay. TikTok is here in the U.S. If you're below the ages of, if you're below 13, you get a very restricted version of TikTok. And in many other countries around the world, we don't allow users who are below 13. I guess the question is, I know that you said it's a legal requirement that, that, that kids under 13 have to have a different app, effectively. Yes. But I guess the question is, do they have to have an app at all? Could, could you limit it so that, it, that the kids couldn't have access to it? Is this something you'd ever think about? I, I, the last time I checked, no. The, the answer is no. As in, in terms of the legal requirement doesn't allow me to do this. Uh, but I can get back to you on this. So he said there's a TikTok version that allows kids 13 and under, and his kids are not on that version either. I've heard damn near every owner of a social media app say that. And, you know, the, the creators of the smartphones and all of those devices your kids are addicted to, they all say they don't be letting their kids, kids don't have on any them like of that. that. Yeah, now my kids are on TikTok. They don't have a phone. Mm-mm. I have a 14-year-old with no phone. I say, if you got to do like I did when somebody grabbed you, scream. <laughs> Cut it out, man. They should have a phone. 14-year-old, he should have a phone. He don't have a phone. So what happened if it is an incident or something if we, he's out uh, and about? We get on the bus and kick, I pick him up. With my husband pick him up. I, we just, um, they just, uh, I'm not into all of that. It is kind of crazy how we grew up in the 1900s with none of that stuff. How did we even get around? There was a pay phone at least. We yes. used to print out maps and ride around like pirates. Map quest was you know what, what we call it, yeah. <laughs> Before the iPhone got you around with map quest. Man. Right, right. Yeah, yes. you'd have to print it out and then you have to know make a left at the McDonald's and you got to make a right at this restaurant or this motel or hotel. And then you knew landmarks. You knew landmarks. That's how somebody said you. It's going to be a, a mailbox with a red flag and you're going to turn right right by that mailbox you had to remember all of that that mm-hmm. was back when people were reading yes we don't have to read true. anymore mm-hmm. I mean, you ever, you ever, I mean well, y'all don't date when you get married but you ever talk to somebody and they be talking in their phone and then you get there and they don't talk nothing like what they just text messages you mm-hmm. like ain't no way in the hell you text me that mm-hmm. so you you know I got a brother-in-law that can't read but text really well because of the voice oh, uh, remember yeah. remember when you have to re- used to have to remember phone numbers yeah. I can remember all phone numbers from when I was a kid. Me too. Grandma phone number, mama phone Auntie number. Auntie phone number. Wife phone number. Because we've been together 25 years. Like I, yeah. her, her house number. Yeah, her, my, my wife's house number too. Man. Two. You don't have to remember any of that. So our brain cells are dying now. So that's why I don't get a kid's a phone. And literally, my daughter uh, let them play about on the weekend, maybe an hour or two. Mm-hmm. And then that's it. Really? How you know them kids that brain cells ain't dying just because they're your kids? Huh? <laughs> them ain't my kids I didn't have that they brain cell dead they mama was smoking crack that's why they brain cells are dead so don't put okay. that on me I didn't smoke no drugs with my kid and they brain still died because I got impregnated in the graveyard but keep going what? well John Morant he had a, a conversation a one on one with uh, Jalen Rose yesterday and they spoke about uh, him being in the club with that gun and, and Jalen Rose asked him if the gun was his Mm. You at the spot, Shotgun Willies. I've been there. You are holding a gun. And we both know how dangerous that can be. 
Whose gun were you holding? Well, the gun wasn't mine. You know, it's not who I am. I don't condone and, you know, any type of violence. Um, but I take you know, full responsibility you know, for my actions. Um, made a you know, bad mistake. Um, and I can see uh, the image you know, that I, I painted you know, over myself you know, with my recent mistakes. But you know, in the future, um, I'm going to show everybody who John really is, you know, what I'm about, and um, you know, change this narrative. Boy, he was rehearsed like it. Yeah, one. He used words he ain't never used before. <laughs> what was that you heard? He said second. I can't even remember. <laughs> Boy, that's when you get in trouble. And the oh, white people tell man. you, what's that? this is what you're going to go out there and say. Don't you, you get off this script. Don't you get off this script at all. <laughs> that's man. not who I am. Salute the job, though. The young man is holding himself accountable. He's apologizing. You got to get a young brother some grace, man. Absolutely. You got to get a young brother chance. some grace. I mean, he didn't hurt no. Nobody. I mean, he. You know, he's he's young. That's what happens when you give young people money. Mm -hmm. They want to have fun too quick. That's what I mean. I say it all the time. Stop giving these young folks all this money and put it in the back end and let them work real hard. I just don't understand why why certain people in the culture think that uh, violence or pretending to be violent. Is considered fun. <laughs> it's, it's tough to get the girls. Nobody wants. It's been somebody. going on for a long time. It's been going on since mm. the '90s. Everybody want to be hardcore. Everybody want to be. Nobody gangster. wants it's a man corny. who wear glasses and look like they read. It is, but we were all, you know, victim to that. You were. Yes, I was. But you, you were thugged out. No. I did a lot of stupid stuff. No, was you was you thugged out? No, I wasn't thugged out. Fake thugged out. No, I was no fake thugged out. But I did a lot of stupid stuff. Like I, I used to back in the day when I was DJ in the club. I used to carry the little tutu in my shoe to, to get in the club and do stupid stuff put, like what that. What is tutu? Little, little, little gun. Little, 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 used to put the little, 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 <laughs> put the deuce between his butt cheeks. But that was for pleasure, man. I, I, I never said that. I never said that. Wait a minute. You run around with a bitch gun. That's the gun Della Reese had, and I'm falling nicely. With your grandma, God, would you go shoot yourself? Don't you ever in your life tell nobody you had that little play pistol. That pistol would have got the light skin beat off. He said it tough too, like I had a little deuce deuce in my boot. Back in the day, I had a deuce deuce in my Manolo Blahniks and my Tims. Back in the day. Uh, in New you, York Don't say that You used to do that Cause you, you, they pat you down When you go in the club and You that's had the deuce only deuce In the Mary shoot. J. Blige Real love boots I call The boots that Mary J. Blige call In the real love video Envy had the deuce deuce in them I used to call it Back and they go off me Stop Stop Just say you had a 45 You gotta be careful to that Alright I can't fit a 45 Put in your pants and, and play like All of that was a part of your pants <laughs> Don't ever tell nobody Don't you ever repeat That story again And use the word Deuce deuce in your boots He said it tough too Deuce deuce in your boots. How'd it turn to me? Man, that sound like a gay slur. Dudes do send your poops out. I'm, I'm about to leave. That's like, I'm, I'm, I'm about to quit. I'm about to quit. I love you. I'm about to quit. Don't quit. I forget. I have no more audio. That's the new name. DJ Deuce Deuce in your boots. <laughs> Deuce in your boots. <laughs> we changing the envy name. Oh, Taylor, right. I need a drop. Oh, my DJ Deuce Deuce in your boots. Something always turned to me. <laughs> you know what? That's it. When we come back, we got front page news. That Tess is going to be joining us. We're going to be talking about <laughs> Deuce Deuce in your boots. I hate y'all. I hate y'all. That's your I new name, bro. Oh, my God. You, you were boots. so untough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You private school. That's private school. <laughs> I went to St. Francis Preparatory yeah, High School. I know. I Only they do deuce deuce oh, in your man. boots. I went to St. Joe Comanian as well. Deuce yeah. deuce in your boots, I ain't messing boy. with y'all. You know what? That smells like stinky finger. <laughs> play a game, play a game of stinky finger or play a game of deuce deuce in your boots? <laughs> Front page news is next. I hate y'all. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Miss Pat's here. <laughs> the Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. 
Your company has goals this year. Find the right people to help you achieve them with ZipRecruiter, where four out of five employers get a quality candidate within the first day. Try it free at ZipRecruiter.com slash breakfast. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash breakfast. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got our co-host, Miss Pat, with us. And it's time for Front Page News. Now, we got Tez Figaro on the line. Tez Lynn Figaro, the hood whisperer. Now, first, I want to start off with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You know he sold his NBA championship rings uh, for $2.8 million in an auction. Not bad. That's yeah. That's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I mean, the reality is, what's the point of holding on to him? And when you buy yeah. out of here, that's exactly what he said. According to ESPN, Jabbar's four championship rings and other memorabilia uh, were up for auction. And what I love about this story, such a feel good story to me, is because he actually took the proceeds to donate it to his Skyhook Foundation uh, in an effort to help kids who are interested in science, math, engineering, and technology. He went on to say that when it comes to choosing between uh, uh, storing a championship ring or a trophy in a room or providing kids with an opportunity to change their lives, he said that the choice was pretty simple. He also went on to say, looking back on what he's done in his life, instead of gazing at the sparkle of jewels or gold-plated uh, gold plated things that he did a long time ago, he says that he wants to make sure that he's impacting kids. He says that he no longer has uh, is personally attached to those items and he wants to create new history for himself and the future of others. I just thought this was really, you know, a dope story to talk Mm -hmm. about how he, um, you know, gave all of that uh, away, giving it to the kids and actually being able to see uh, the fruit that he's bearing. That's real because those rings are just symbols of something they can never take away from him anyway. You know what I mean? So why not use that capital to, uh, to help people? I think we all like that in certain ways. Like I, I know I'm a hoarder of a bunch of stuff, but that's because I ain't never had nothing. So it's, I don't want to ever throw away things because I ain't never had nothing. I mean, well, I don't have no trophies, so uh, I guess I got old purses on me. I'm surprised. You know, I, I, I don't know if he sold all of them or what he sold because I would still want something to give to my kids so my kids can have so they can give their grandkids. You know, something give that kids that money, pass that capital down. Don't give no damn ring. Well, he gave it two point eight away to he gave it to charity. Yeah, so. Charity, yeah. What would be the most you would buy for something like that? Like for your favorite player, one I, of the former Cowboys, Charlemagne? Would you break bread and, and spend? I think one thing went for like sixty thousand dollars. No. I wouldn't. No. <laughs> if, if I wasn't no. playing, I wouldn't want it. Like, no. But you saying to get them kids, even if it went to charity? No. Nope. I got a Dallas Cowboy football at the house that all of them signed. No, like Dak Prescott. I got a Tony Romo jersey signed. Karen Sybil got me that. But they don't mean nothing because they didn't. I mean, they mean something to me, but I mean, they, you know. they, they're not worth nothing. They, they're just for his wall. <laughs> they're not worth nothing. Yeah. I knew the wall. Cowboys dig was coming. <laughs> That's why I threw it out there. They put a wall. <laughs> now, the, uh, New York City Mayor Eric Adams. What's going on with Eric Adams? He dancing. Yes. He got a hangover up. right now. Just left the club. <laughs> Yo, shut up, man. <laughs> well, he, he, you said he left the club. Well, on this particular story, he is pushing his Christianity hard. Uh, New York City Mayor Eric Adams said, forget all of that First Amendment mess y'all talking about. He said he is not separating church and state. Uh, while he was attending an interfaith uh, breakfast at the New York Public Library, he said in a speech that he walks and talks with the Lord and he will always be a child of God. He said he claimed he said he cannot separate his religious beliefs from uh, him being mayor. I mean, flat out said it. In fact, he told the audience that 
said, don't tell me to separate uh, church and state because state is the body, church is the heart. And if you take the heart out the, out the body, the body dies. He said, I cannot separate my belief because I'm a, an elected official. He said that when he puts policies in place, uh, he does it with a God-like approach. Uh, he said he's always a child of God. He will not apologize for that. And then he went on to say, uh, when we took prayer out of schools, that is when the guns came in. Now that can be debated, but that is his position. And so I guess maybe that explains why he why he is going full Old Testament on his tough on crime. So even though he was in front of religious leaders, a lot of people objected to it and said that he needs a refresher on the First Amendment. Question, Taz: Have you ever met a godly politician? Like seriously, like when you when when we read scripture and we see how they be out here governing, have you ever really met a godly politician? I have. Joe O'Shea. Depends on what day. Depends on what, depends Joe on what audience. Ain't no politician, Pat. Have he you is. Ever, he over there talking crap, getting that money. <laughs> Have you ever met one Taz, a godly politician? Well, you know, e even if they are, the bottom line is when you swear in, you're, it's not about your personal ideology or your personal. So people got to figure it out. Do you want to, just like we talked about in the other hour, do you want people to push their personal ideology or do you want them to stick to the Constitution? So you can't pick and choose. So even if he was godly or the, or the worst sinner uh, on, on earth, you are sworn in to uphold the Constitution of the United States. Shout out to all my veterans in the building. You know, I'm a veteran. So it's not about whether he's godly or not. First Amendment says separate church and state, and that's just what it is. And if you don't want to separate it, then go to the pulpit. That's real, because it, cause it could, the same could be for people who, like, are white supremacists. You don't want them bringing that ideology to Absolutely. The and they do, and they pick and choose, you know, mm -hmm. what when they're when they going to be a Christian, when they're not going to be a Christian. And, and so it, it just muddies the water. Word. I'm never a Christian. It costs too much. <laughs> it costs too much to be a Christian. You go to church every time you stand up, they 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 pass a collection plate. So I just quit. Every time you talk, I say I'm gonna pray for Miss Pat. I'm gonna stop now. You gonna stop now? I'm gonna stop. <laughs> hey, salute to you too, Tez. Uh, Tez is getting an award tonight, man. You're getting the Champion of Change Award uh, from the UCLA Black Law Student Association, right? Yes, I Congratulations. am. Congratulations, Black Girl Magic. Yes. Drop a bomb for Tez. Yes, yes. I guess that's gonna be fire. Yeah, and I, I just want to, you know, I want to thank you guys for allowing me to sit up here this week. I always, you know, Charlamagne, I'm very a spiritual person. I'm, I'm a sinner, but I'm a very spiritual person, and I believe everything happens for a reason. And I just wanted to inspire everybody just for a second. If you can hear the sound of my voice, you may be driving into a job that may not align with your purpose. And I just want you to know to keep driving, keep pushing. Uh, I've done it all from Uber driving, sweeping floors, cleaning toilets, selling shoes, you name it. I've been on the bottom. I've been on the top. My daddy, my mother. Mother, my brother, my most of my immediate family's in the ground. No one has put me in this business. In fact, I've been put out of more rooms that I've been put in. And so I will be accepting this award tonight on the third month on the 16th day. My mother died mm. in the third month in 2016. Wow. So that is confirmation to me that my guardian angel is saying I have a testimony in my test. I believe that it is uh, definitely orchestrated that I've been here with you all week long. Listen, and Miss Pat's story and how your girl done made it. So shout out to all my my survivors out there that got it out the mud. Know that I see you. I'm listening, and this is for us. Tesla right. Figaro, y'all. Make sure y'all subscribe to the Straight Shot No Chaser podcast on the Black Effect iHeartRadio podcast network too. Congratulations, Tesla. Absolutely, girl. You just gave Thank me chills. That's right. Hey, and, and don't stay out too late because we need you tomorrow morning. <laughs> right. I'm on, I'm on West Coast time, y'all. So it's like 3 a.m. here. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so. Much. Thank you so much, Taz.
Thank you. All right, when we come back, we're going to be kicking it with John Legend. John Legend will be joining us, so don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. DJ Envy and Charlemagne the God. We're brothers. We're happy and we're singing and we're colored. Well, at least I am. The verdict's still out on Envy. I'm black. Give me a high five. The Breakfast Club. Power 1051. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We got our co-host this week, Miss Pat, joining us, and we got a special guest in the building. Yes, indeed, John Legend. Welcome. It's good to be back, fellas. How you feeling, Miss Pat? Well, good oh, to see Lord, you. John Legend don't say my name, Charlemagne. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying How to figure out. John been there since he won the EGOT, has he? Oh, of course. Yeah, I don't know. Yes, I, don't I wonder he got like a few years ago. Yeah, I've been back. But not because it was COVID. Oh, so maybe, yeah, maybe on, on uh, maybe on Zoom. Zoom. I think it was Zoom. Zoom. Got yeah. you, got you, got you, got you. Charlemagne ain't too cute on Zoom. Well, shut up. Extra <laughs> <laughs> black on Zoom. They got a lot of filters on Zoom. You can play with it. Not Lighten it up a little bit. How's the family? Congratulations. Everybody's good. Everybody's good. We got you know. Three kids now. It's good. Uh, you know, do you hate seeing every time I watch Million Dollar Listing LA? Uh-huh. They always reference you in your house, in your old house, some way. Does that I don't, I don't like that they keep saying our names. And Rihanna lived at, our, at that same house, too. And we already sold it. Mm-hmm. And then they're trying to sell it again. But we ain't got nothing to do with it now. Every, every show is like, <laughs> yeah, that's the house that John Legend used to uh, serenade Chrissy on. <laughs> that's the house where they had to come. Like, this is weird. That house been going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We don't live there anymore. And we're not trying to sell it. Somebody else is, but they're using our name plenty. How you look so refreshed with a newborn in the house, man? Well, are you segueing to my loved one's skincare? I might have to use some of that if you got you looking that for us. <laughs> Charlemagne, ain't nothing you can do to look this. Shut up. I'm sorry. Even if he rubbed this all over you. <laughs> we do have a new skincare We line. do have a new skincare line, and, you know, it's formulated for melanin-rich skin, and uh, the focus is really on moisture. So if I'm looking moisturized. And it's called Loved One? Loved One. Loved One. Yeah. Loved one. What made you want to go down that lane? Well, you know, I've been working in skincare doing deals with other brands and I was like, why not start my own? Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to start it unless we had a real reason for it to exist. When we started doing the research on the business, we realized that there's a lot of black and brown folks that want skincare that's actually formulated for us. That's right. And that takes into consideration the unique differences that our skin has. And there weren't very many companies that was actually doing that. Mm-hmm. And so we said, why not create it? Not only did we want to create it and formulate it for us, but we wanted to make sure everybody could afford it too. So we're selling everything for $15 or less right now. We're selling it at CVS and Walmart, places where people Praise shop. Jesus. And so we're like, why make this a celebrity skincare brand that only celebrities and their friends can afford? Make it so that everybody can afford it and formulate it for a, a population that's been underserved that's right. and hasn't been catered to in this business. Mm-hmm. What can Miss Pat put on her hands right now? Because We got some good <laughs> moisturizer. <laughs> if you she ask me, we got moisturizer, we got oh, oil. Oh, Lord, have mercy. You right <laughs> 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 can tell you what happened. You know, Miss Pat put the wrong one on her hand. Miss Pat put the exfoliation in her hand. I know. I know. It started. Oh, Lord. Let me rub it on now. Yeah, there you go. Right in your old black there mouth. You <laughs> 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 never look good as John Legend. The lotion, so the, mo- the moisturizer is really good and the oil is really good. Yeah. Oh, this is nice. It's creamy. It's rich. very creamy. Rich and creamy. Come and put some on your lips. And, <laughs> the fact is, we got jokes, but the fact is, black and brown people actually 
lose moisture more we quickly right. than lighter skin. And so when we talk about being ashy, like that's a real thing. I was and, too. and we're more likely to, to be ashy because we lose moisture more quickly. And so a lot of our products are focused on moisture and hydration. Yeah, I was this getting a facial nice. yesterday and uh, the, the, she was telling me that you have to put a serum in your face because your face, I never heard this term, but she said your face drinks. And mm -hmm. the serum actually is what hydrates your, your, mm -hmm. your, your face. Yeah, this and you're nice. finding different ways to protect your skin barrier, mm -hmm. moisturize, moisturize, hydrate. It's good. Is product the only way for artists to create generational wealth? I think it's a combination. I make a lot of money playing live. I make a lot of money on my music. But I think having product allows you to make money without having to be out Absolutely. doing a show all the time. Absolutely. You know, so it gives you the ability to create wealth that can build and can be generational because these products can outlive you. They can be in stores forever. And we're trying to build a brand that people really trust and will make a part of their daily routine that they're going to be buying for decades to come after I'm gone. Are you tired of entertainment? No. I love it. Okay. I love making music. I'm always writing, always recording. I just put an album out in September, put another uh, solo version of the album out in February, and I'm going to keep making music, keep playing shows. That's always going to be my first love. I think it'll be my main job for the rest of my life. Well, but I guess a better question, are you tired of being the main product? Like, are you tired of having to get up and go do the physical work in order to make... I feel like I can diversify. I, honestly, I think that's what I'm doing, is making it so it's not all riding on me being present every moment. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm always going to make music, always going to do shows, but this allows me to diversify. Now, you know, with artists uh, selling their uh, catalogs, you sold your catalog. I sold a piece of my publishing, yeah. What made you think to do that? Because I've seen so many people selling their catalogs there. Because a lot of times people say, you know what, I'm going to keep my catalog so I can continue to eat and my kids continue to eat. But you... But it's diversification, too, because what you're doing is saying you're letting this other company invest in this piece of your business. And then you're saying, I'm going to take that cash they give me and invest in other things. And so for me, it makes it so you're not completely relying on the ups and downs of the music industry but you're saying I'm going to take some of this money and invest it in other things and that's what I did could you break that down a little bit more because you know when, when black people tend to do things like that people be like oh you selling your catalog you mm -hmm. gotta have ownership like but white artists do it I'm watching all the white artists selling Plenty of people are doing it, and and honestly, I did it at a time when I felt like they were offering a high premium when it comes to the multiple. So mm -hmm. basically, the multiple is they see what you're making per year, and they offer you something X times that per year amount for your catalog. And I felt like the multiple they were offering me was very generous. I was going to take that cash and invest it in different things, so it wasn't all relying on my music career mm -hmm. to make the money. What are they doing with the music? Like, what, what's the what's the upside for them? Basically, they're doing the same thing we were doing before. They're Getting it placed in movies, uh, the the regular revenue of it, streaming, all the other uh, money you bring in from your catalog, they're just taking that money in, and so they're taking a bet that maybe they can find ways to grow it beyond what it was, you know, normally getting. That's a bet that they took, and I figured let them take that bet on my music, and then I'm gonna take this cash they give me and bet on other things. Mm. I have one question. Is mm -hmm. this the shower gel? Is it unisex? Yeah, everything's unisex. Oh, good, good, yeah. good. So it's good. face and body wash, face and body moisturizer, shave cream. Everything's unisex, formulated for, for melanin-rich skin. Are you going to use it on your son? I'm going to use it on me, the place yeah. that's hidden. You're going to love it. <laughs> You're going to love it. I'm sick of him, Jay. No, you said you had washed your son or you had to fight this? I'm going to use it. I just want to make sure I ain't putting nothing smelling like no man down there between none, it's none, me too. Only two of the products will even have a light scent, but both of the scents are very natural mm -hmm. and, yeah. and it's definitely unisex. You're not going to smell mannish. 
And you know what? You got some shaving cream here, and I ain't gonna. I'm on. Everybody needs a shave you know, too. I, I be growing them whiskers down now, so <laughs> I'm gonna use some of that too. Hey, when you crazy. over fifty, this is for us too, ladies. Cause I get chest hair sometimes. And and the thing about shaving, you know, and all the other things we do to our skin, it can strip the skin, it yes. can make it feel dry, and everything we do is focused on moisture and hydration. So the shave nice. cream is gonna be nice too. You don't like it? Oh Lord, have mercy. Do you ever, you ever now you can back? shave in style, Miss Pat. <laughs> Miss Pat, don't fight him. <laughs> no, don't fight him. Said you get the whiskers. You know what? No, Miss Pat, don't fight him. All right, we got more with John Legend. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got our co-host Miss Pat joining us today, and we got John Legend in the building. You ever look back and, and think about some of the moves you made, and and when people challenged those moves back then, and then it all unfolds, and it'd be like you seen the vision. Like I'm just thinking of of Kanye West, right? Yeah. And, and when you first decided, you know, this is not where I want to go. This is not the route and people were like you're crazy he's this he's a genius and you should stay there and you decided to take your own lane and then you see how it unfolds well those same people kind of follow what you did all of these decisions though uh, there were people in my camp that didn't want me to sign with Kanye when I signed with them because I signed with good music and I signed through good music to Columbia Records so all of my first few albums were through good music to Columbia Records and you give up certain things when you sign to an artist production company but I felt like it was the right move for me because Creatively, we were in a great place together, and his star was ascending as a producer and as an artist. And I felt like being part of that team was going to propel my career to a place that it needed to be, and it did. It did. And it was really important for me to be with good music for my first few albums. My career wouldn't be what it is without that. And then when it's time to move on, it's time to move on. But we had a really successful run together. You make these decisions, and you know, hindsight is twenty twenty, and. Everything looks good now. It's like everything worked out. It's all good. Mm -hmm. But at the time, you know, it's complicated and it's difficult making these decisions and you're not sure if it's going to work out. And you like to think that you, you, you know, you can foresee the future and you can plan ahead. But you never know how it's going to work out. But it worked out. It worked what are some of the things you give up when you sign to an artist company? Well, you give up a piece of your revenue. So, mm. But the bottom line is with any of these deals, you're like, would I rather have 100% of a smaller amount or 50 or 60% of a larger amount? Right. And so right. you got to do the math and say, is it worth me signing with somebody and giving up a portion of my revenue? Are we going to grow the pie together and make something bigger that we all can share together? Did they have any concerns about you being R&B and him being hip-hop? Like, No, I think it actually made it so I had my own lane within good music. It made it so that, you know, I wasn't really competing with the other rappers that he had signed. I was in my own lane. Mm -hmm. But why'd you lead a voice? Uh, I didn't really leave the boys. I just am not doing this season, but I'll be back. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. So you did take a break because like, we're having a kid, you know, oh, there's a lot sense. going on. And uh, He was tired of hitting that bell. <laughs> <laughs> tired of turning around for these seconds. <laughs> so it was like paternity leave? Paternity leave. I mean, it would be kind of deceitful to say I'm really taking a full paternity leave because mm -hmm. I'm doing plenty of work during this time, but I'm doing a little less work, and it was a perfect time to take a break and uh, you know it was Blake's last season let him have his moment I and then uh, Blake Blake is my guy he tweeted me one day I almost fainted <laughs> I was like, you know me <laughs> <laughs> and it was buy people were buying checks that wasn't him 
Oh. <laughs> that, that, that was him, Miss Pat. Was, what do you think about the current state of R&B? I know uh, one time Diddy said R&B is dead, and this no. conversation has been going on and on for the last couple of months. What's your vision of, of R&B? What's your it's thoughts? not dead. I, I feel like there's a lot of great artists making great music. I was just on Spotify listening to music in the car today, and a lot of it was R&B, and a lot of it was current, and a lot of it was dope. And I feel like there's so many really good artists making R&B. And no, it's definitely not that. Who, who, who does John Legend listen to? I was listening to SZA today. I was listening to Summer Walker. I was listening to Daniel Caesar. I was listening to her. I was listening to Frank Ocean. I was listening to, I mean, we could have some new Frank. That'd be great. Mm -hmm. uh, Leon Bridges. R&B's not John dead. Legend? I mean, occasionally I listen to myself. Okay. But most of the time I'm focused. Like when, when I'm making the album, I listen to it all the time. And I'm like tweaking, getting it exactly right. And then once it's out, then, you know, I let it be out. Do but my kids actually love it. And so they'll ask me to play it in the car a lot. So I end up listening to myself in the car with my kids when I take them to school. Dang, I can't do that with my kids. I curse. <laughs> in my comedy. I got like an occasional curse word in my songs. And so we just try to ignore that. And my daughter will laugh. She's at dad. You said it back. That word, but you know, keep it moving. Do you intentionally put out an album every two years? Because not exactly intentionally, but I'm like I'm intentionally creative. So I like okay. to schedule time in the studio. I like to when I'm off tour, actually actively make time to make new music. Mm -hmm. And by the time you know. I do that for like six or nine months. Mm -hmm. It's time to put another album out because I got enough material for it. Is there any song that you created that you just can't stand anymore? But like, I hate performing it. I hate doing it. No, I mean, I have enough songs that I don't have to play any song I don't like, really. And there's none of my popular songs that my fans want to hear that I don't like to play. Okay. What Did was you... it like touring with Sade? Incredible. I loved it, honestly. It was like a master class every night. She's just an incredible performer. Her mystique, just everything about her. She's just... She seems so mythical. Like, she's yeah. not even a real person. Like, did you and, see her? And she just disappears. <laughs> like, the last tour was the one we did together, and that was 2011. Wow. Wow. It's 2023. She has a... She's chilling. <laughs> She's chilling. <laughs> even then, did you interact with her, though? We did. And she was super cool. Like, you would... Honestly, you'd be intimidated by her mystique, but in person, she was very chill, and she had her family along on the tour, and... All of her people were really kind to my people, which mm -hmm. isn't always the case when you go on tour with somebody else who's the headliner. They were all super like kind and interacted with my musicians and my band. We just had a great time on tour with them. But if the headliner didn't want you, they could just say that, right? So, man, I've been part of when early in my career. I've been part of tours where the headliner would do things like make sure your decibel level was lower wow. and control your stage position. You can't have a band or you can only have a little <laughs> band because they got to get on, yeah. I've yeah, seen and, and then once I started having an opening artist, like, I, I remembered that and I would, never would do that to them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I never would do that to them. I was always, I would always give them what I felt like was the proper shine and I never was scared that they was going to upstage me. I was just like, let's give these people a great show. That includes the opening act having a great show, too. Was it difficult opening up for somebody? Because you can do these tours on your own, but now you actually have to open up for somebody. Was that difficult? It was actually kind of easy because doing two-hour shows is a lot. And doing a 45-minute show is very comfortable. <laughs> so those, those artists that fronted on you like that back in the day, uh -huh. now that you were the EGOT winner, do you hold that against them like I don't I, honestly I'm I'm good I'm, mm -hmm. I'm happy my career is great I've done very well and had wonderful tours like I'm not gonna worry about small things that happened at the beginning of my career 
I got a question. You ever get on stage and be singing and then forget your lyrics? Oh, yeah. Oh, because that happened to me, too, as a comedian. Oh, yeah, of course. Let me remember that joke. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tired of you comparing yourself to John Legend. I'm not. You are not. <laughs> I don't know why. You're the second time you're both, sure. both world-class performers. <laughs> what are you talking about? He is a hater. You ain't got no talent. <laughs> so what do you do? You start humming? Uh, sometimes, I'll, sometimes I'll actually laugh about it because I honestly think fans like having those human moments Real in the show. Yes, that's all I'm yes. saying. It makes them human. I and like. sometimes I'll be like, well, I f***ed that up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Excuse me. And I'll just be like, oh, I messed that up and started it started over mm -hmm. and the fans love it because they get a real moment because yes. they don't want you to be perfect and they don't want you to be lip syncing and and all that they want you to be a human that's why they come to the show mm -hmm. like if they want to listen to the record they can listen to the record all right well keep it locked we got more with john legend when we come back it's the breakfast club Comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV True Crime Podcast, to live and die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s. She looked like a million bucks. With zero qualifications. She had a Harvard plaque. Tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. That this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately $11 million. Nearly $10 million was all gone employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. 
Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got our co-host, Miss Pat, joining us today. And we got John Legend in the building. Charlemagne? How'd you come up with the name Loved One? For the, for the Loved name? One, my team came up with it. Obviously, I put love into a lot of what I do. My wine is called LVE. Um, a bunch of my music is, of course, love music. And I felt like when you think about that skincare ritual, it's about self-love, but it's also something you share with the people you love. And so we felt like that name would be dope. We made it kind of different with the kind of raised O and the one. Some people say loved O one, and we got to correct them. But once they learn what it is, loved one just, you know, rolls off the tongue. How, how long does it take for you to like get all of that together? Like, do you have to go we, through different products? Like, yeah, we started like a year and almost a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. And so we started with the idea that this needed to exist, uh, that there was a gap in the market, that melanated skin wasn't being paid attention to. And if you look at the actual the policy that goes into it, the FDA doesn't even require you to test on any shades darker than like white, basically. No. Yeah, they don't actually... It, uh, require you to test on it so if you're testing efficacy you don't have to test it on brown and black skin when it comes to dermatology the dermatologists don't even have to learn about the conditions that um, brown and black skin are more likely to face mm-hmm. and you look in their textbooks they're not even seeing pictures of our skin absolutely and so there's a big gap in in skincare when it comes to thinking about the different needs that melanated skin has and so we figured there's a real opportunity here to create something special that our people can can use confidently knowing that we put a lot of care and research into developing it for us and then making it affordable for everybody. Now, it makes all the sense in the world because, you know, we always say that black people love the skin you're in, but 
How about take care of it too? Right. Take care of it. Mm-hmm. And we want to give people the opportunity to take care of their skin in a beautiful way that's effective, but also affordable. And that's why we wanted it available everywhere. Available at affordable CVS, Walmart. for me. $10, $15 for everything. Absolutely. That's affordable. Now, now, the Oscars dinner party. Yes. Did you know it was going to be boring? That's why y'all bought the Uno cards? Or? We were like, it was like our insurance in case it was boring. Yeah. But it was not boring. <laughs> <laughs> well, it must have been because y'all pulled them out. We had a good table. No, we didn't actually end up playing. We just okay. had them. We just had them with us. Just in case. Yeah. <laughs> that, we had a good table. Uh, Gabby Union, D-Wade, Queen Latifah. Oh, that would a great game. I should have put some space Karen out. Sedgwick. I know. We could have had some space going too. But... Yeah, we had a good table. We had a good time. Oh, so the conversation was... Okay, I get what you said. So the conversation was good, so there was no need to... We didn't actually end up playing. They might have played after we left, because we left right after dessert, because we both had to fly east uh, on a red eye. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they played after we left. Right. Maybe they needed it after we left, you know, because... Y'all are energy. <laughs> did you see the list that they put out? Uh, Rolling Stone did a uh, greatest singers list. Did you see that list? <laughs> yeah. What did you think about the list? He's laughing. He's laughable. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't understand... Their criteria, mm-hmm. it was like, it was a lot of people left off. Leave aside the fact that I was left off. but You were left off, but yeah. There was a lot of other people left off. So I'm like, it didn't make, really make sense. But I feel like they just are, uh, some might call them the trolling stone. Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel like they just wanted to uh, spark conversation right. and uh, be a little bit controversial. And they were controversial. Did you hear Aretha Franklin's comments on some of the singers on there? Aretha Franklin's dead. Oh, not, not Aretha Franklin. Oh, I'm about to say, oh, say, keep that in, please. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> if you heard my comments, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> mercy. I was like, what is this? You got a seance. Aretha is a bad man. She is the queen. She oh, came back and she told us what she thought. Not the comments, yeah. We want to hear what Aretha Franklin said. Don't tell us, Andrew. What was you thinking about? You think when you mix up. I didn't say no, no, it wasn't. Shaka Khan. I didn't say no, no, it wasn't Shaka either. Who was it? It was uh, Shaka Khan was on Blast. She was on something else. Yeah, it was Shaka Khan. Mills was on Blast. Stephanie Mills. Okay. Shaka was on something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who he scared us? Well, the thing is, like, <laughs> what is your criteria? Is it, like, actual, like, pure vocal ability? Because there are definitely people on that list that are not, I wouldn't call them great singers, but they're very, like, successful artists mm-hmm. and so are you basing it on their vocal ability or are you basing it on just their pure success as a lead artist and then you know there's there's different ways to make that list mm-hmm. and um it just seemed like it was all over the place i hate when they bring success into it yeah success money accolades like let's just talk about raw talent like even when it comes to the rap when it comes to the singing but it's like but you know there's a there's an argument for that too like mm-hmm. if you're talking about football you talk about Tom Brady as the GOAT you're not saying he's mo- the most purely talented quarterback you're saying he won the most championships he had the most success at what he was doing in football and so there's an argument to make a most successful list mm-hmm. but if you're gonna call it the greatest singers I, I feel like singing. they should be good singers right. <laughs> I agree it was according to who wrote the list and who ear was hearing it yeah I don't think anybody but singers can make those lists and I don't mm. think anybody but rappers should be able to make the rap list did you see the billboard uh, hip hop list I what did. did you think of that I mean it wasn't terrible I thought it was more it was less controversial than the singing list I thought it was too early for some people like yeah. I think it's too early to put Kendrick Lamar in number two and I love I am I love Kendrick Lamar but it's too early to put him at number two how many two. albums is he in now it's like four yeah but it's a decade yeah hip hop is I, I think for me it gotta be at least 15 to 20 years 
Me personally, I just think he's never missed yet. Yeah, he, he hasn't missed yet. He he hasn't missed. Missed. He, uh, Kendrick has never missed, and his skill is impeccable. Like his skill as an MC is impeccable, and he's never missed with an album or a tour. A video, not even a video, really. Like, he's but there's like, so many people you got to jump over to yeah. be number two. I understand. Nas, Scarface, I understand. Andre so thousand. I think Jay is number one. I agree. I agree. With that. After that. I think it gets difficult because I think it, it mixes a lot of different factors. But I think Kendrick should be in the conversation because he literally is that great. And he's and you just compare his raw MC ability against any rapper of any era. Mm -hmm. And he's right there. He's in my top five. Now, let me ask you a question. A, a rapper that doesn't write his own, is he in that list? But who are we? Who are we saying is not writing their own? Because there was, 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 was times that it was Kanye. There was times it was Drake. There was times it was a couple people. But that's that, all rumors. That, I mean, I never saw Kanye being ghostwritten, and I've been in the studio with him a lot. He writes. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying he's written every single mm -hmm. thing, but I never saw him being ghostwritten. I seen guys in the room like bouncing ideas around, but Kanye is a writer. Mm. So who's your top five? I've never been in the studio with Drake, so I have no. Right, right. I can't mm -hmm. testify. So, who's to that. The five? so far, you said Kendrick should be in that. Jay. Jay, I'm gonna say Nas. Nas, I'm gonna say Biggie. Anybody from the South? <laughs> Honestly, I would put Andre in my Andre. top five. Okay, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we appreciate you for joining us. Can we? Can we have a a, a, a package to send to somebody right now? Can we do that? Call the one hundred five right now. We can give somebody a. a Oh, oh yeah, we can give somebody. Let's send them some love. Send them these. Where are these packages? Where can they get this? Everywhere says CVS. CVS. There's two thousand CVS stores that have it. Walmart.com has it, and we're rolling out at five hundred Walmart stores. So it won't be every Walmart store, but it'll be so what quite about a few. Alta Beauty, you know. Not yet. Not yet. We okay. wanted to be like we wanted to be in mass retail. Okay. And we wanted to sell it at prices that everybody could afford, and so um, that was an intentional strategy because. We feel like there's plenty of celebrities doing things that are more exclusive, mm -hmm. more expensive, and um, we decided we wanted to do it affordable and accessible. And, right. the, and the regular people like myself appreciate this. Cause they, they I need am a CVS person. You need to hush your face. <laughs> <laughs> I no longer shoplift at CVS, but I will be there buying your items. There you go. Call the 105 right now if you want this package. 800-585-1051. You get the shaving cream. You get the face and body moisturizer. You get the toning mist. You get uh, some a cleanser, exfoliating cleanser, and you get a face and body wash. The oil? Oh, I don't get the oil. You got the oil. oil yeah, and, that's and one of my favorites. Face yeah. and body oil. Okay, mm -hmm. and the oil. What's, the, What's the oil for? It's you. more moisturization. I usually use the moisturizer, then the oil. And it's got a, got a really nice See, light scent. It ain't loud. It ain't heavy. The lotion oil ain't heavy. Mm -hmm. It it's really good. Okay, well, Ms. call the five. It's yours and John Legend. We appreciate Satisfied you for joining customer. us. Satisfied customer. Satisfied. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Hey, I, I'm here for black products. That's go. all I do. I was just there for makeup the other day. Take me where the black people at, and I just buy. It. I, I buy it because you gotta support our own. Because for years, people that look like us has made stuff for us that wasn't for us. So right. when I see somebody black do so, everybody except Charlemagne. I'm going to do it. <laughs> Support everybody except Charlamagne. There you go. It's John Legend. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Our co-host, Miss Pat, is here. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk young M.A. Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor has it. Call out a name or you gossiping or you chatty pat. I'm gossiping. This is the rumor report. I mean, I guess we on the Breakfast Club. This is where the tea spills, right? Yes. Right. On the Breakfast Club. Now, young M.A.'s health was concerning to a lot of people. Uh, her barber posted a picture of her in uh, getting a haircut. 
And in the footage, you can see that uh, they believe she was slurring her speech a little bit and her eyes were very yellow. Usually when your eyes are yellow, it's a, a sign of jaundice or liver disease. So uh, people were concerned. And uh, she left this note on her Instagram. She says, as many of my supporters know, I've been dealing with various personal health issues uh, the last couple of years. I recently was uh, hospitalized and was successfully treated for several conditions. I'm doing better now. We'll take some time, but I'm on the road to recovery and look forward to the future. I'm in good spirits and everything will be explained in the music plus documentary. Love y'all. Don't worry. I'm good. Bless up. M.A. No, I wish her uh, much more good health. Absolutely. You know what I mean? I hope she gets better for whatever she's dealing with. And it, it, you, you, when I hear stuff like that, I'd be like, that ain't nobody business. But I guess it is. If you post online and then people see you and then they got questions, you don't have to explain yourself. Right. But I guess you feel the need to. But we haven't seen them in a while, too, too. So mm -hmm. when people see her, I'm sure they're excited because they're expecting new music. And then when they see her, they just, you know, concerned. Mm -hmm. I was con I felt the same way when I saw um, Abby Shore. Yeah, he mm -hmm. was really. I was like, "What is in the world wrong with Abby Shore?" And he came out. He knew he had some health problems. Mm -hmm. I'm glad he well now. You still cute, Abby Sure. Yeah, I'll be. I'll be definitely. Uh, he bounced back. He bounced very back. well. Mm -hmm. I forgot what it was though. I forgot what he. I forgot what what he was dealing with. But yeah, salute to everybody dealing with health issues, man. That's why I don't post nothing. If I post something, it's me on the toilet letting you know I'm letting it go. But see, it's different with you, Miss Pat. If you ever post up and you done lost weight, people gonna know something wrong. <laughs> Charlemagne is my last name. <laughs> no, I, I will headbutt you. I, I will headbutt like you. That's not and what I was trying to say. For the rest of your life. <laughs> Help me out, Envy. We can jump him if you want. Whatever you want, jump him. Remember that little two shooter you had in your That little two two? Deuce, deuce in the boots. We can shoot him with the two two. Deuce, deuce in the boots. Now, uh, 50 Cent. You see, never owe 50 money. Never. Never I mean, steal from 50. Mm -mm. Never. You just don't want those problems. What was the problem? Well, his former brand manager of one of his liquor companies uh, was found guilty of embezzling upwards of $2 million from the Branson company. Well, 50 took him to court and is now suing him. He was cleared earlier this month to start collecting on a $6.2 million debt. And that he man ain't got it. He asked that man for his house. He said, I'm going to epoxy your floor. <laughs> so 50, 50 is uh, allegedly taking the, the guy's house. As he should. All his assets, including bank accounts and cars. 50, I just want to tell you, the car show is coming up. So if he got some cool cars, we can use it from the car show. That's what happens when you sue somebody and they don't have the money to pay you when you win. So 50 posted a picture of the gentleman's house and said, I need you out of my house by Monday. <laughs> I think I'm going to put some epoxy floors in the in this place. I'm going to keep it and his family pictures around so you know as a theme for the place. Probably that lady for twenty thousand dollars and would not leave her alone. No. I was I'm scared of fifty. I think it was less than that. <laughs> I, I don't it, remember. Well, he added interest. Yeah, yeah, interest. yeah, it was I think originally it was like a two thousand dollars and then with interest and everything <laughs> came to twenty thousand. I don't even think she still she paid him in four years. He's still he's, calculating. The though. bigger issue is here, that man stole six million dollars from fifty cent, right? How much mm -hmm. was it? Uh, two, uh, upwards of two million. Come on, man. Come on. Come on. I he need my money. Six point five million dollar house. He should be in jail. He didn't go to jail. He white. Oh, he white. Okay. And I didn't say he went to jail, mm. but uh, fifty getting his money back. And lastly, we got to talk about Whoopi Goldberg. Now she apologized for some things she said on the View, and people are saying, well, maybe she didn't need to apology. Oh, apologize. This is what she said on the View. There's the people who still believe that he got, you know, <laughs> gypped somehow. And the election will still believe that he cared enough about his wife, you know, to, to pay that money from his personal thing. But I, I just don't understand. 
Now, she said the, the term gypped. Now, <sighs> as a kid and growing up, we just thought gypped was uh, being cheated, defrauded, or swindled. Even if you look in the, in the, that de- is what in the it dictionary, means. that's what it means. Well, mm-hmm. I guess it's offensive to some people, and she apologized. You know, when you're a certain age, you use words that you know from when you were a kid, or you remember saying, and that's what I did today, and I shouldn't have. Stop, I should have thought about it. A little longer Stop before whoopee. I said it, but I didn't. And I should have said cheated. And I no. used another word. And I'm really, really sorry. She could have said cheated, but guess what? She said gypped, and there should be no problem with that because we got to stop acting like words can't have more than one meaning. Why do we act like Correct. context doesn't matter? You know what I mean? And these folks don't understand our culture. Okay, until yesterday, I didn't know gypped meant anything else other than somebody cheating. That is true. And she said, I have to start thinking about the words. But but thinking about it how? Because I would have never thought gypped mean anything it, but cheated or swindled. It really means that I, I got to stop being black on national TV. Mm. That's all it is. Because mm. she was just being black. Yeah. I mean, that's what we, we grew up. I mean, I'm 50 and whipping might be 60-something. Who didn't grow up hearing that word? Maybe Correct. these new people, these new kids, but that right. word has never been offensive to anybody. And we can broaden it and say, yes, she's black, but it's in the dictionary. It's in the dictionary. So it if is. I'm using a word that's in the dictionary in the proper context, how are you going to act like I'm being offensive to people? Well, what is the proper content then? If, so if the what word what is in the dictionary. What happened now? It's the context. Envy. Content. What? That's what's con- Context. Context. Yeah, proper context. Mm-hmm. Context. Context. She, she used the I mean. word. She used the word in the proper context. She did. Well, they felt like she. That's what I'm asking you. What is their proper content for that word? Oh, I don't know. If it wasn't, if she didn't use it right, right. Well, and I, it was so offensive. But, but t- words can have more than one meaning. And I'm tired of the word police. You know, policing people on the words that they use. You know, they're making people take it out of songs when it doesn't mean anything Man, else. It's, and it's it's getting to the point where. What can you say? If you say anything, you're gonna be scared to speak because they can. Can you try still to say you. seizure? Huh? Hmm? Can we still say seizure? Yeah. What you mean, like like seizure, like like uh, yeah, take like searching, seizure, and then you oh. put a, well, you put a, uh, a fork in his mouth, a spoon in his mouth. Depends on what context you use. I'm sure I don't know. In five years, who knows what you're gonna be able to say? Yeah, you can say. And seizure. how come they don't never try to cancel the dictionary? They don't never go after Miriam and Webster. Then, uh, uh-uh. uh, go after the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> I can't with y'all. There's probably all kind of stuff in the Bible you can't say no more. Well, let's talk about it when we come back. Please let's talk about it. Five eight five one zero five one. We're talking Whoopi Goldberg. Should she have to apologize? Man, Whoopi should have said SMD. Suck my D. That's what Whoopi should have said. All right. Well, Whoopi you know I mean? ain't got now. She has SMD. They'll probably get offended by that. Yeah. Yep. Well, you don't know what she identifies as. Boy, you better shut I'm up. I'm just joking. All right. Boy, you better <laughs> shut up. Why you want to disrespect Whoopi Goldberg like that? You man? don't know. Do you? <laughs> if you show shut you? up, boy. Do you? Boy, shut up. <laughs> what that two shoot at? What that little deuce deuce? <laughs> Damn, man. Who are you giving your donkey to? Uh, four, you want to know who I'm giving my deuce deuce in the boot to? Four after the hour, Marek Heckle needs to come to the front of the congregation. We like to have a word with him. Okay? <laughs> I hate y'all, man. No, you don't change the donkey to the deuce deuce, the deuce in the boot. In the boot. <laughs> All right. That do sound like a gay slur, bro. What? Deuce deuce in the boots. There was not. Man. I feel like I need to apologize. Hey, you should we, apologize for that. <laughs> yeah, we're going to need you to apologize for a grown-ass man taking his pills out of his boots. <laughs> deuce, deuce. Oh, my goodness. All right. Donkey, today's up next, and we're taking your calls after that. 800-585-1051. We're talking Whoopi Goldberg. Should she have to apologize for that? No. It's, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Our order will pick of the day is The Light Podcast with Michelle Obama. In this uplifting new series, Michelle Obama discusses meeting life's challenges with Oprah, Tyler Perry, David Letterman, and others. Listen free at the home of storytelling. Audible.com slash delight. I was donkey up the day. 
damn, the hee-haw again. It's time for Donkey of the Day. I'm not trying to be Donkey today no more. They should be embarrassed by what they already did. I I'm not making these people do these things. It's called Donkey of the Day, and it really caught me off guard. Damn, Charlemagne, who got the Donkey of the Day today? Well, Jess Hilarious, uh, Donkey of the Day for Thursday, March 16th goes to Marek Heckle, okay? He is a 26-year-old British man who was sentenced to 26 years in prison for murder. Yes, he's been found guilty of murder for stabbing 44-year-old Adrian Ellingford. Now, let me tell you the story. Uh, Adrian was piping his ex-girlfriend, man. All right, let me explain. Prosecutors said Marek was in a relationship with a young lady for seven months, only seven months. And then they broke up in May because she didn't approve of his drug use, but Marek continued to be obsessed over her. Then the young lady started dating the other guy, Adrian, who was married with two sons, ages 10 and 12. Yes, he was cheating on his wife on the night. Okay, uh, so on the night of the murder, Adrian was staying at the young lady's house. So many violations happening in this situation. Cheating on your wife, standing at your mistress's house overnight. Just terrible rookie mistakes being made by a 44-year-old grown-ass married man with kids. But he was staying at the young lady's house, and he woke up in bed, and he heard somebody in the house. A short time later, after getting up to see what it was, uh, he came back in the bedroom, collapsed on the floor with a knife stuck in his back. And he was pronounced dead at the scene from two stab wounds. That's right. Uh, Marek Heckel broke into the house while his ex was in bed with this married man. And he went and got a knife from the kitchen. And according to the New York Post, stabbed a man with such force that the blade struck a bone in the victim's chest. Mm. And the handle of the knife broke off. Jesus Christ, Michael Myers. Friday the 13th, you was playing Jason, huh? This is also why you have to take stalkers seriously, Okay. Obsessed boyfriends There's nothing cute About this kind of behavior Because humans get possessive Possessive And they think that you belong to them Because this man was showing up At her job He was showing up At her house uninvited Wouldn't stop sending her Messages and videos All that Only to end up Breaking in her house And killing the man She was sleeping with Now That's not even the sole reason He's getting donkey today The reason he's getting donkey today Is because of how he got caught I mean he would probably have Gotten caught anyway But he really Handed this one to the police in a Chick-fil-A bag. Would you like to know how Marek got caught? Mm-hmm. Well, I want to know the knife company. The knife company? Oh, cause why? Because it broke off? No, it was sharp. Oh, it was sharp? He might have sharpened it himself. A kitchen knife, though. It went all the way through. It did go all the way through. It did go all the way through. But the reason he got caught is because he told the police on himself. Yes. He came back to the scene of the crime to deliver a message. What you are about to hear is Marek. The stabber, the murderer, drunk after returning to the scene of the crime. Let's listen. What's your name? I'm not gonna tell you my name. I don't give a f because I know what happened. And you need me to know, figure it out what happened. If you don't have me, you don't know what happened. <laughs> I just know that some guy come here. Yeah. And he f up some guy. I don't know what, what? happened. Right. I don't know what happened. He just got. So, so you think something's happened to a male in this address? No, I know what happened. What I happened then? Everything. Tell I me what happened. It. This city is mine. I'm not gonna this tell city's you yours, happened. is it? Yeah, this city is mine. That's a hell of a confession. Mm. And have what you, a sexy accent. Have you ever had somebody drunk confess something to you in that way, Miss Peck? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Tell us more. My kid's father said, I gave you the crabs. <laughs> <laughs> well, your kid's father must have been drinking brandy like Marek Heckle was drinking brandy. Jesus. Okay. Uh, liquor gives you courage. Some liquor makes you extremely honest. Clearly, we know which one the brandy does, okay? A drunk tongue is an honest one. They say it's only three kinds of people that tell the truth. I don't know if I believe all of them, but kids, they got to tell me what they call kids because my little seven-year-old be lying. Uh, they're angry. 
I believe that to a certain extent, but most times when you're angry, you're just trying to hurt the person's feelings, so you say anything. And the drunk, I believe that wholeheartedly. The drunk tell the truth, yep. and you should never forget what someone says to you when they're drunk, because drunk words are sober thoughts. Please let Remy Ma give him a wreck. Heckle, the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw, you stupid motherfucker. Are you dumb? Now, how did you respond after your um baby daddy said he gave you crap? He gave me the shampoo. Oh, he gave you the shampoo? Oh, see, that's sweet of him. <laughs> now, see, that's thoughtful. Now, that's thoughtful now. That's thoughtful. What's that? Drop on the clues bomb from Miss Pat, baby daddy. That's thoughtful, man. Give it the crabs. Give it the crabs. Then give it the shampoo. It was in 82. Everybody had crabs. Look at his face. <laughs> My husband at home like, I done told you about telling them horrible stories. Everybody going to think That's your truth. My husband like, stop telling people your past because they, they think I'm a part of your past and I'm not. That's, that's how it gets. My husband meet people like, I did not shoot her in the chest. It was not me. <laughs> I can lie that it was your husband too. I'm like, damn, your husband gave you crap. No, no. You said it was your baby daddy. My husband is not my baby daddy. I got two kids by him too. Oh, yeah, I never said it was your husband. It was another it was another piece of crap before him. Go ahead, Miss Pat. Yeah. Pat was in the street. Not another piece of crap. It was a piece of crap. I mean, it was a piece said, of crap. Right, right, I'm right. sorry. My husband's a good man. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad. I Go hope he's not missing. He was in, in the shower when I called him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be jobless and unmarried by the time. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right. With <laughs> well, thank you for that donkey of the day. Mm -hmm. Now, when we come back, we got to talk Whoopi Goldberg. All right. Should she be apologizing? That is the question. No, she should not. 800. Be. We ain't talking to you. We're asking the people out oh. there. 800 585 We'll take your calls when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Let's talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got our guest host, Miss Pat, with us, and we're talking Whoopi Goldberg. All right, now Whoopi Goldberg had to apologize yesterday for something she said on air, and this is what she said: The people who still believe that he got, you know, gypped somehow in the election will still believe that he cared enough about his wife, you know, to to pay that money from his personal thing. But I, I just don't understand. This was the apology. You know, when you're a certain age, you use words that you know from when you were a kid or you remember saying, and that's what I did today, and I shouldn't have. I should have thought about it a little longer before I said it, but I didn't. And I should have said cheated, and I used another word, and I'm really, really sorry. So we're asking, should she have to apologize? No. Start with you, Miss Pat. What do you think? I don't think you have to apologize for being who you are. I mean, Whoopi Goldberg's in her 60s. That's the term. Those They used that word back then. And it, I don't know why it's offensive. Everybody, people just damn crybabies these days. I'm and with it, you. I don't think she should have to apologize. White people never apologize on The View. Yeah, I mean, and, and it's context. Like like we said earlier, I mean, she, she used it talking about somebody being swindled. That's the de definition in the dictionary. So I don't think she should have to apologize, Charlamagne. Let me tell you something. I had a great therapy session yesterday, uh, you know, and I'm saying that to say what I'm about to say comes from a very happy, healed, whole place. Okay. Suck my D. Okay. On behalf of Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Suck my D. Huh? Dildo. Dildo. D. Whether you want organic, GMO, whatever you want. Because I don't know why we keep acting like words can't have more than one meaning. Why do we act like context doesn't matter? 
Gypped is in the dictionary. She used gypped for the context that it applies to. She was not talking about no race of people. She wasn't using it as a slur. She used it the way the dictionary, Merriam-Webster's, says to use it. And until yesterday, I didn't know gypped meant anything else. And he right, because you know what, Envy? Yeah. Charlemagne stands for dark chocolate and him. For real? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that sounds about right. Let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Hello. Hey, what's your name, ma'am? Karen. Hey, Karen. Now, you know, we got call ID and I seen your last name and I'm sorry if I pronounced it wrong. <laughs> I, I read it as but it's Pusey. Pusey. Like uh, Gary Pusey, but it's Pusey. Okay, Pusey. Oh, okay. that's interesting. All right, Miss Pusey. What What are your thoughts? Pusey. Oh, Pusey. Pusey. Hey, Miss Pusey. Hey, Miss Pusey. That's not like a, hey, a nappy vagina. Like <laughs> 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 I do sound like some nappy grip. <laughs> okay, go ahead, Mom. I'm sorry. Why should she? It's a word back in the dictionary. Why should she? Why? I agree. Just gonna stop using everything. Yeah, tell I'm them. From a different, I'm from a different culture, different country, and we use certain words too. Where are you from, Jamaica? I'm gonna. Yes, I am, Sharla. Tell them suck their blood clock, mother. Them blood clock, mama. There you go. There you go. Well, Miss Pusey, you hold on one second. We're gonna get the, uh, that stuff to you, all right? Don't listen, Charlamagne. Okay, you gonna, you gonna you. lose your citizenship. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, who's this? Good morning. How are you? Just fine. What's your thoughts? Okay. Let me ask you one question first. What did, um, did she offend a group of people by using that word? Yes. They said, uh, what, Romanians? I think it was? Yeah. Yeah, they said Romanians, which I never knew until yesterday. I didn't know that was a slur towards Romanians. Yeah, hi, Charlemagne. How are you? I'm blessed, black, and highly favored. Wonderful. So am I. Thank you. And Envy, hello. How are you? Good morning, ma'am. Hello, and how are you? Good morning. Good morning. Okay, now everybody is offended by something. Now, I want to add this. If everybody can be offended by something, I'm offended too. Every time they use the word black in a negative term. I agree. Oh, she was black ball. Oh, it's so dark. It's a black lie. I'm offended by that. I think no, we should. I don't want anybody using that anymore. Yeah, I think we should start so a I campaign. Don't... We should start a campaign to stop the negative connotation of all things black. I agree with you. Uh, Ma'am, what's your last name? Um, <laughs> <laughs> we got call ID. Yeah. Your last name is Black. Yeah. That, but she, yeah. she, but she's right though. Mm-hmm. Black in society is always something bad. Yeah, why you gotta put black with balls? <laughs> black ball. Stop putting my people with balls. Black ball, black male. You wear black yes. at funerals. Villains wear black. Yes. I'm offended by all of that. Make them apologize to I'm us. Offended by that. Yeah, let's let's let's. Since, there did. you go. Well, thank you, so Miss Black. Whenever somebody says something negative on the news or wherever there are, oh, it was so black, it was so dark. They need to apologize. That's right. Well, That's right. Black is not an ugly color. Black is not a negative. Black is very positive and very beautiful. You paint your wall black in your house. That's an art piece in itself. I'm with you. Well, thank you, Miss Black. Ooh. But let me add, can I just say one more thing? Can I say this to Charlemagne? Yes, ma'am. Charlemagne, I say this with love. But can you please stop saying the N-word? 
You were doing so well in January. You didn't say the N word once. And I was like, oh, I love him for not doing that. You're right. Miss Black, he only doing that because I'm here. I leave today. He won't do it no more. <laughs> Man, uh, is that a promise, Miss Pat? No, I, I mean, don't I, know. She <laughs> said, you promise you leaving, Miss Black? <laughs> promise you leaving? Goodbye, Miss no, 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 Black. I don't mean Goodbye. <laughs> don't hang up on Miss Black. Miss Black is right, though. I'm try- I, I promised myself in 2023 I wasn't going to say the N word no more. Well, boy, these N-words, boy. My goodness. All right. 800 And this N-word that been here all week. Lord have mercy. <laughs> Who you telling N-word? I ain't talking to you. I'm the only one been here all week. Everybody else work here full time. <laughs> We're talking Whoopi Goldberg. Should she have to apologize? Call us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV True Crime Podcast, to live and die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s. She looked like a million bucks. With zero qualifications. She had a Harvard plaque. Tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. That this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately $11 million. Nearly $10 million was all gone employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich men, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, then look no further than the Marketing School podcast hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast in the United States and number 15 on business in the United States. And it has amazing guests such as Alex Hormozzi, Layla Hormozzi, Cody Sanchez. We pull in these amazing interviews with other people that are not only great marketers, but actual operators. And the icing on the cake is Neil and myself were also operators as well. So we share learnings from the trenches. We share secrets that we otherwise wouldn't be sharing with other people. And we also share other advantages that will help you get ahead of your competition. So all you have to do is listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne, the guy we are, The Breakfast Club. Miss Pat, our guest host, is hanging with us this week. Now, if you're just joining us, we're asking about Whoopi Goldberg. Should she have to apologize? Now, it comes from something that she said on The View yesterday. Let's listen. There's the people who still believe that he got, you know, gypped somehow in the election will still believe that he cared enough about his wife, you know, to, to pay yeah. that money from his personal thing. But I, I just don't understand. Stop making Whoopi apologize for everything, man. And listen, if Whoopi wants to apologize for things, I understand. But at some point, we got to sit down and have a conversation about just how to educate Correct. individuals because we're acting like these words don't have more than one meaning. What's the point of having the sources and dictionaries and everything else if we're going to act like these words only got one meaning? Because you know what? People kill me on Twitter when I use them two dares wrong. Oh, Lord. T-H-E-I-R and T-H-E-R-E. That's right. All the time. Get rid of them. We only need one. Hello, who's this? Hi there. This is me. Now, what's your thoughts on Whoopi Goldberg, mama? Okay, so here's the thing, Andy. The word gypsy, it, it is an offensive word. It derives from gypsy, from the Romanian, right? It is. How long How, how long did you know this? When did you find this out? No, my my grandmother didn't. Do you know we have gypsies here in Georgia that be in the grocery stores? And all, they they always begging for money. They always... Some with some stuff, or it is, it's, you know what I'm saying? That's where it comes from. Like, I, I've been knew that. But the thing is that she, Whoopi may not have known it. You know what I'm saying? Where it actually comes from. You know what I mean? But so I, I feel but like she, she should apologize only because of the platform that she's on. You know what I'm saying? Like,
you know what I'm saying? If it was an offensive word, I apologize. So why why are these words in the dictionary then? If this word is in the dictionary and you looked up the word gypped and it says it means to cheat or swindle, why can't I use the word if it's in the dictionary? Mm-hmm. Oh, it is. I, you know, I never knew it was actually in the dictionary. Me neither. Not until oh, this so I thought it was just like a slang word. So you know me, what I'm saying? Like, let me ask you something. You said she uh-huh. should apologize because of the platform she's on. So let me ask you this. Has she mm-hmm. said that same thing on BET? Should she apologize? <laughs> oh, no. Because, hey, that, we got free reign to talk how we want to talk. <laughs> I'm just saying. Goodbye, why, can't she, why can't she be black? Whoopi should be time. able to be. Whoopi should be able to be her full unapologetic Correct. self on the view. Thank and you. I'm, I'm I'm ready for Whoopi to retire if y'all gonna keep doing Whoopi like this, man. Hello, who's this? Jessica. Okay, Jessica. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? We're doing great. So, what did you think about Whoopi Goldberg? Should she have to apologize? Um, no, I basically think that they want every black person to apologize for stuff that we do. No reason at all. I just feel like it's a continuation of. They don't like what we say, so it's a stigma. It's a group that just doesn't like what the black community has to say, whether it's one word or a phrase or just anything. They just don't have. They just don't like what we say, and it's put out there that way. That's very true. And you know what else is interesting? A lot of these people will try to act like systemic racism or institutional institutional racism doesn't exist. But don't things like this prove it? If yes. this is a slur yes. that we've been using and it's in the dictionary, right? And we've been using it in what we thought was this proper context, but now y'all telling us that it's offensive. Isn't this showing that uh, there is absolutely institutionalized racism in America and it's at the root? It's in the well, root of everything we do? When she apologized and said, I should have said cheating, it's the same thing if you look up what a synonym is for it. All of it's the same. I don't even know if we can use the word cheater. How do cheaters feel about that? Well, she said it. She said it in the thing. She said, I should have said cheated. Yeah, but how do cheaters feel about that? Who is the cheated? The cheater, the one that do the, um, what's, the, what's that that potato the chip? The cat, yeah. The cheater cat. The cheater cat, yes. Well, the cheater cat don't talk. The one on the commercial no. dude, that do the Cheetos review. <laughs> Shut up, man. What Thank you, man. Mean? I'm sorry for putting you mean? I'm sorry. Listen, man, the Cheetos cat is offended because y'all keep calling people cheaters, man. That ain't right. If you don't shut your ass up. What's the, che- what's the Cheetos cat name, man? Yeah. All I got Chester say. Cheetah. <laughs> Chester Cheetah is offended because y'all keep calling people cheaters. Cheaters ain't no better. Okay, don't be calling people cheaters. He what's said, wrong? don't call them cheaters unless they cheese up like him. That's right. <laughs> My goodness. All right. What's the moral of the story? I don't know what I mean, the moral of the story is. I think Whoopi, I mean, like, I agree with you. Whoopi, get out of there if they ain't going to let you be you. That's and right. I, get out of there early because I want to tell you now, you got a seat over here at the Breakfast Club. They hiring. We <laughs> <laughs> should have Whoopi become co-host. That would be great. That would be amazing. I'd love to have Whoopi become co-host. <laughs> and she Salute can say whatever she want to say. I love Whoopi Goldberg. Anything. You can say it over here. What's that word? Gypsy? Yes. You can say it no, over it here. No, it ain't gypsy. Oh, gypped. Gypped. Oh, gypped. 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 Yes. You can say it over here, Whoopi. Yeah, right. And we love you. That's right. All right. Well, we come back. We got rumors. We got to tell you about that Drake concert. It's going to be hard for y'all to get tickets and expensive. I'll tell you all about it when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got our guest host, Miss Pat, joining us. And let's mm-hmm. get to the rumors. Uh, we got to send a rest in peace. I mean, I guess we on the breakfast club. This is where the tea spills, right? Yes. Right. On the breakfast club. All right. We got to send a rest in peace to Bobby Caldwell. If you don't know who that is, he you died at the music. age of 71. Let's play his joint. I guess you wonder where. 
Yeah, but if you don't know, like his records were sampled. Uh, Biggie Smalls uh, sampled it. Uh, Sky's the Limit. Uh, Tupac sampled his uh, record. Uh, a bunch of people sampled his record. So definitely rest in peace. All that right. was the jam at my mama's house with a with a slit mouth look of bull in her hand. Mm, boy, that bull. Joint. What that bull used to do people dirty. <laughs> God dang. She, she said bull. She go outside. She would go outside and fall in the pavement and skin her whole face up. We was drinking bull in middle school. <laughs> what? Yes, we was. That's some ooh, that's some nasty stuff. Man, down. is it? Now, uh, Drake and 21 Savage, if you're trying to get tickets for this, it looks like it's going to be kind of impossible. According to fans, tickets in the 100-level seats in certain cities are starting around $500, while seats higher, a.k.a. the nosebleeds, are starting at almost $200 a ticket. Man, if I paid $200 for some nosebleeds, I feel like I got gypped. Yeah, so people are upset about this. They said between the fees and everything else. <laughs> Keep it up. You got to apologize a little bit. I'm just going to say Who? Who you? For using a word that's in the dictionary? They gonna, okay. Keep talking. They're going to walk your greasy ass out of what, here. What, they're going to blackball me? And then I'm going to be so offended that y'all keep calling it blackballing. Why black got to be the negative connotation? Okay? Huh? Keep it up. They're going to put you in one handcuff because you're small. <laughs> Now, uh, lastly, and, and uh, th this was some sad news, but it was good news, but it was sad news. All right? This probably not, it won't mean anything to you two, but uh, Puerto Rico and DR played yesterday in baseball. Rep for your people, Envy. <laughs> not my people, Rep man. for your people, man. I, <laughs> listen, I'm not, you you got, got no we talk music? black up here all the time. I'm not going to stand in the way of you repping for your people. You got Spanish music? That's all you got? I right, turn up a little bit. All right, so um, that means Dominican Day coming or something. Envy lining up his DJ gigs. He ain't just shouting out nah, Dominican nah, for no this, reason. This was pretty big. So, like I said, Puerto Rican and DR played last night. Puerto Rico won, right? They, they won last night. Mm -hmm. But one of the the uh, the great one of the best pitchers on the team after they won was cheering and getting excited, and then got injured at the celebration. What? But he's supposed to be starting, I guess, in two weeks for Major League Baseball because he plays for the Mets. So people are saying it was great that they won, but he injured himself so he can't play as the, you know, in the Mets game in the next two, three weeks. Why was he playing over there in that little league if he played for the Mets? That's our, our resident Puerto Rican over here, Red. So right, right now it's like the World Cup for baseball. And uh, obviously he was supporting Puerto Rico, so he played... He and played again. a free game and unheard a million dollar leg. Yep. And he got to come back over here. We got to take care of him. It's still baseball season. Baseball season starting in like a couple weeks. Oh, 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 got you, guys. Oh, he'll be all right then. No, he's not. He's going to be out for a little bit. I'm saying bit. baseball, they, they, play, they play 400 games a season. They he don't play 400 games. He can miss the first few games of the season. No, no, they don't play 400 games. games. No, yes, no. he'll be fine. They play like, I think, what, 80, 92 games? About 162. Exactly. 162? I told you. Goodness gracious. Well, I was close. I said 200. You said 400. All right, well. That is your rumor. And report. did y'all see the story that Pentagon officials 
have suggested that there's an alien mothership in our solar system that could be sending many probes to Earth. I didn't believe it. Last week, officials stated that these uh, supposed alien aircrafts could send small probes to our planet in order to study Earth. That has, that is news. That is actual mm-hmm. news. I didn't believe it because you posted it, so I didn't believe it because you posted it. Well, you post all the stuff about aliens all the do time. Do you believe in aliens? Absolutely. 100%. He says, he says aliens grabbed them one time. Oh, you an alien to somebody, Miss Peck? No, I'm not. Yes, you are. I ain't never use a fake name. <laughs> man, what are you talking about, man? I'm just saying that other people in other universes no, or not. other creatures or beings or whatever, we, we are extraterrestrials. black people. <laughs> I can't with y'all. I, I'm not going to malls. I'm not even going Why to Mexico. Why you don't go to the mall? Man, what's wrong with the mall? What's, wrong, what's wrong with the mall, Miss Peck? I said Mars. <laughs> you said the malls. I'm not going to the malls. I said Mar- Mars. Uh, I ain't going to the malls. I'm from the South. I said Mars. M-A-R-S. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, you an alien to somebody, too. I know. That's what I mean. Why y'all not? not Peck <laughs> looking at me so angry. How dare you call me extraterrestrial? We all are, Miss Peck. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I ain't no extraterrestrial. Yes, you are. <laughs> you yes, E.T. You make that sound like a dinosaur. <laughs> a big-ass dinosaur. A big you, old extra dinosaur. You E.T., not me. <laughs> you little shout E.T. Phone on home. <laughs> I can't with oh, these two, man. man. Well, that is your rumor report. The People's Choice Mix is up next. Don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. DJ Deuce Deuce in your boots. <laughs> the Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Did you know one word can change everything? Zach Levi returns as Shazam in the new movie Shazam Fury of the Gods. This film is a must-see event with epic action and a whole lot of fun. March 17th, see Shazam Fury of the Gods only in theaters, rated PG-13. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We have Miss Pat here. So, Miss Pat, we appreciate you for, for, for the last four days. Like, we had a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun. Thank y'all for having me. It and was, I had a great time. Anytime you want to come play hooky, Miss Pat, you know what I'm saying? That's right. You can come to the Breakfast Club. That's right. Tell them about your tour <laughs> when they can get tickets and all that other stuff. And check out your TV shows, give, everything you got going hold on. Hold on, we're giving Miss Pat back to Atlanta after, after the day. We're giving it back. That's I'm right. I'm going back home to Atlanta. When you going back? When you going to be on? Mind your business, Charlamagne. <laughs> Mind your business, okay? I don't have enough of your little bit of ass. <laughs> Y'all go to MissPatComedy.com and get your ticket for my tour called Your Girl Dumb Made It that starts this uh, in the fall. Okay. And uh, make sure you check out this third season of the Miss Pat Show on BET Plus and Amazon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, uh, Nashville, I have a podcast coming your way. So go to uh, Zany's Comedy Club. Almost sold out for the podcast. The Miss Pat Podcast Live. Yeah, mm-hmm. Miss Pat Podcast Live. And this weekend, Kansas City, I added another show for you. Come on, because you're you going to work the hell out of me. going to work my wig loose. But I'll be there Friday. All righty. Go ahead, Miss Pat. Miss Pat getting to it, boy. That's right. When we come back, we got the positive notice to Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Miss Pat is here. That's right. Now, Charlemagne, you got something going on in Atlanta? Yes. April 22nd, the Black Effect Podcast Festival is happening in Atlanta at Pullman Yards, man. It's a daytime event. We're going to have music. We're going to have food. Most importantly, some of your favorite podcasts are going to be live, like the 85 South Show, Big Facts Podcast. Uh, Michelle Williams will be there doing her checking in podcast, just to name a few. Uh, go get your tickets, man, at Eventbrite. Go to blackeffect.com for more info. It's hosted by myself and my good sister, Jess Hilarious, and I can't wait to see y'all on April 22nd. And thank you to everybody that's been, you know, uh, purchasing tickets, man. I... I I'm so appreciative. We are so appreciative here at the Black Effect and iHeartRadio. Uh, we keep uh, moving tickets like this. We definitely going to have a sold out event. So I love it. 
Can't wait to see y'all April 22nd in Atlanta. All right. Well, leave us on a positive note. Positive note is this, man. When you stop looking at people as humans and start seeing them as only energy, your whole perspective will change. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. Well, how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.